You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranak, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the Magnetic Podcast and thank you for pressing play and coming to hang out with me today. I am very, very excited that you are here because I'm feeling a little fiery right now and I'm sitting down to record this podcast because I've realized there are so many ridiculous things that entrepreneurs are told about growing an online business. And my God, looking back, I can just see all the ups and downs, all the like crazy mind games that I had to overcome that were a result of hearing and seeing people talk about certain things as a necessity. Certain things like you have to do this, otherwise you're not going to get this. And one of the big ones was always around scaling. You have to do this or you will not scale your business. And it's usually like, why your business is not scaling? And then there would be like all these things that this person would say you have to do. And I want to clear some of them up now because I want to show you and explain to you what things are absolutely not necessary and what I've found is important. But I want to preface this episode with like nothing is necessary. Nothing is necessary. Fear marketing is out there to tell you that unless you do something this person's way, you are going to fail. And that freaking drives me insane. Like that is total, total BS. And I really, really, really hate when people market in that way. Like it absolutely drives me bonkers. And I'm always very conscious to avoid saying things like that. And I know that in the beginning of my business, I actually did use that kind of wording a bit because that's what my coaches and people around me told me to do. And it just felt wrong. It did not feel right to me. And it's not something I resonate with at all anymore because I'm so conscious after being in this space for a couple of years now, well, like going on three years, that there is no one way. There just isn't. And like, maybe that pisses you off to hear that. Maybe that annoys you. You're like, no, I want to know the way. What is the one way? But there is no one way. There is a million different ways. There is no right way. There is no better way. There are things that work, things that work better things that work not so great. And it all depends on you, your business model, your lifestyle, who you are, what you believe in, what you want to do. Like there are so many variables. So teaching this one way is just the most frustrating thing to listen to because it's just not true. And I'm going to tell you guys a little story about what I was doing last year and what I thought I needed to be doing and how I essentially threw $25,000 down the drain. And let me be clear, I never look at investments as being thrown down the drain. Like that's a bit dramatic, even for me, but it 
was an investment that I realized a few months in was completely misaligned, completely misaligned with what I wanted to do, how I wanted to run my business. And it was something that was a massive learning curve and a big lesson for me. And it took me a few months, I have to say, like nearly six months to come to terms with that and to even admit it, to say like, it's true. I made this investment and I actually realized that it wasn't for me. And the thing is the money wasn't thrown down the drain. It was a very, very costly lesson, a 25K lesson. And that's how I choose to look at it. I'm not consciously choosing to look at it as something that's like, it was a waste of money. I certainly wouldn't use that word, but it wasn't an aligned investment and it wasn't something that in the long run I wanted to be doing, but it was something that taught me some very deep and important lessons. And unfortunately I had to pay a hefty price tag for those lessons, which I rather would have not, but we are where we are. And there is lots of things that I'm taking out of that investment that of course are not wasted. And in fact, I'm applying a lot of things that are very much serving me and my clients in my business moving forward, but just not in the way that I thought it would. And like, let me tell you a little bit more because I I feel like this probably sounds all very like airy fairy and fluffy. But at the beginning of last year, I was feeling super lost because I had this big explosive growth the year before and my business literally blew up from like zero to, I think we did $150,000 in cash in like a year. And it was such a huge jump for me. And that year where I like the business blew up for me, it felt very exciting, but it was also very anxious because I never knew how I was going to repeat this. I constantly kept thinking like, but how am I going to repeat this? How's this going to happen again? I don't know how to make this income flowing again. Like how am I going to even make another 150K, let alone scale the business? And there was so much anxiety and fear and the unknown around scaling and making my sales repeatable and all the things. And so I was kind of operating from a fear space at that point. I was really looking for the answers. I was looking for someone to show me the way, someone to tell me like, hey, this is what you need to do. And I came across this coach on Instagram and they were like, what you need to do is you need to take an offer and you need just one single offer in your business and you need to scale that offer and you need to do it through this like evergreen model and everything else needs to be shut down. Nothing else. Like you are not allowed to do anything else other than this. And I really bought into this. I was like, okay, this is it. This is the answer to all my problems. Like, yes. And I latched on. And so I invested in this program that was, I can't remember exactly how much I want to be like transparent and not like make up a random figure, but it was in the range of like 20 to $25,000 approximately. It was costly, okay? It wasn't like a $200 program or a $2,000 investment. It was like multiple five figures. And 
I was like, shit, all right, I'm all in. I am going to do this. This is the way forward. One offer only, scrapping my entire product suite, shutting down all offers. This is how we're going to move forward. Evergreen only, no live launches. Live launches are burning me out. Blah, 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 like on and on I went. And there was never this massive excitement around this in me, which should have been my first red flag. It was like making a decision out of a fear paradigm, out of like a, oh my God, I don't know how to make sales. Therefore, this is what I need. And this is the answer versus like, oh, it would feel so good to do this. This feels so expansive. This feels so good. This feels so exciting. And anyway, off I went, invested, started this program, made these changes. I was doing all the things and it was okay, right? Like I did my first part of that program. I even made back my investment, you guys. So it's not like the investment fell through. I made back my investment using the model that was taught in the program, but it didn't feel good. It didn't feel exciting. And I had a big lull in my business for a few months where I didn't show up. I didn't sell anything. I didn't do anything. I was meant to be implementing this program. I kept putting it off and I didn't know why. I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, what is happening? And in hindsight, it was very clear. It wasn't aligned and it wasn't the thing that I wanted to do. And I was very much operating out of fear when I was investing in that program, when I thought that that was the thing. And that was a big lesson in the fact there is no right way and that I'm really never, ever going to invest in a coach or a program that tells me this is the only way or else, because that is just makes my skin crawl right now. And if you ever hear that messaging, please know that it's not true. I mean, you might hear some coaches tell you like, hey, here is my way and this is going to help you get there. This is how I did it. And it's okay if people are teaching one way. The problem arises when they say, my way is the only way. There is no other way. That's a problem. It's not a problem when they're like, hey, I'm only going to teach you one method. This is my method this is what it is and like join so you can implement this one method. That's fine. There are coaches that are going to go like, hey, I'll teach you five different methods. You choose the one that you want. And there are coaches that are going to go, no, I'm going to teach you just one method. And those are okay. But what is not okay is the messaging of either this or you fail. And that is a lot of what I hear online. And a lot of what makes us operate out of fear, invest in the wrong programs, do the wrong things, and really like believe that we're doing something wrong if what we've been doing up until then feels good. Or on the other hand, if we hit a roadblock, then we start to believe that like, oh my God, something's wrong and I need this person to fix it. And of course, that's not true. There were so many other things that I heard as well, like not in this program. That was an example, a story that I wanted to tell you guys. And like, by the way, to wrap that story up, I I feel like someone's going to ask me, but I've stayed in the program the entire year. I did not pull out. I, of course, followed through with my investment because that was in complete integrity. Like I was not going to ask for a refund or anything like that. Like, no, I'd made the decision. So I stayed in that program and I took what I could. I was like, okay, there were things that were not aligned, but what can I take that is aligned? And I did take a lot out of it. And there are a lot of things that I am using in my business, just not the way that it was designed to be used, I guess. (laughs) But I did follow through. I did complete it and it was good. And I'm glad that I was 
In a, in the end, would I make the same choice in hindsight? Probably not, but that's okay because I feel like the choice that I made was the one that I needed. And I certainly don't feel guilty or bad or shamed or anything like that for that investment. And I'm certainly not beating myself up about it. So I don't know if any anyone listening is in that boat or you might've been in a boat where the investment didn't work out. I really hope that you're not doing any of those things either because like, it's life. It happens, right? Like I look at my toddler and he makes a mistake. Like he makes mistakes all the time. He does things that he shouldn't be doing, a lot of things that he shouldn't be doing. And I'm not going to beat him up about it. I'm not going to make him, you know, feel shame about it. I'm not going to like go on and on and on about it. I'm going to teach him the lesson. I'm going to tell him why we don't do that, why it's wrong, why that's hurtful, why whatever. And then we move on right? And so like, if that's how I'm going to treat my kids, then of course that's how I'm going to treat myself. Why would I treat myself more harshly? But essentially some of the other things that I've heard that like people say, like, you need this for consistent income. Otherwise I've heard coaches say like, you need to book out your one-on-one high ticket containers first before you can do anything else. This is ridiculous. You guys, ridiculous and stupid. First of all, when I started my business, I had two one-on-one high ticket clients and then I moved straight into a group program. Did that stop me from scaling? Absolutely freaking not. So like, that's just really bad advice. And if you hear that, please run. Like that is not true. And strategically, does it sometimes work out well to book out your high ticket one-on-one? Yes. Like if you need a cash injection, it might be a good idea to book out your one-on-one or you might want to consider that. But is that a must? Is it like you must book out your one-on-one and then and only then you can do something else? No, 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 no. Of course not. Right? Back, Back to the messaging again. Like how is this messaged? How is it positioned, this type of advice? Is it like a, hey, take it or leave it, this is some advice for you? Or is it like, unless you do this, you can't do that? Another thing that I definitely heard a lot of is you need to have people on payment plans if you want consistent income. People need to be on payment plans. And if you don't do payment plans, you're not going to have consistent income. That is crazy talk. I just wonder if some people did maths in school when they say things like that, because why the hell does it matter if someone pays me $50,000 right now, or if they pay me $50,000 over the course of five months? Why does that matter? Of course it doesn't. There is nothing wrong with having massive cash injection months. That does not mean your income is inconsistent. If you have one big launch and then the next month it's nothing, that doesn't mean inconsistent income. And it actually like makes me so sad when I hear clients being like, oh, I had this big launch, but like I don't have anything next month and therefore like I don't have consistent income. I'm like, what? What? Like you had a 50, 60K launch, but you don't have income coming in next month, okay, you're not launching something. You don't think that's consistent? Like, what are you talking about? You have to look at your income, even if it comes in like big cash injections, as spread out throughout the year. If you know you're doing like a few big launches, just spread it out. Spread it out in your mind. Like, oh, that equals to about $5,000 a month. And that's what on average I'm earning right now. There is no need to get wrapped up in needing every single month to start with a certain cash amount or to start with a certain income for you to feel comfortable with your sales being consistent. Like 
That's BS. And like, I really want you guys to get that. And lastly, people say like, if you want to scale, you need ads. If you want to scale, you need to have more, 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 more people. And you can only have that through ads. You need to invest in ads. And I can't tell you guys the amount of clients that come to me and they're like, Hey, I'm ready to scale. I need to do ads. How do I do ads? And I'm like, what? Wait, no, there is nothing wrong with ads. Ads are great. Ads are amazing. I've used ads in the past and I don't use them right now, by the way, but I have used them. I love them. But it's just not true that you need ads to scale or it's absolutely not. I know so many seven-figure, multiple seven-figure online entrepreneurs, coaches who are entirely organic. They've never run an ad in their entire life. So those things are just lies. They're absolute lies. And if you start to believe them, you're going to start to believe that you're doing something wrong. You're going to start to believe that you need to change what you're doing in order to achieve the results that you want to achieve. That is what's going to stunt your growth, not the things that people are telling you are stunting your growth. So we got raw and real today. I hope that by me sharing my story and some of these other examples, they hit home and they resonate and that you are going to take away the lesson that I had to learn the hard way, but you get to learn the easy way because you just had to plug in a podcast today to learn it. I wish that I had tuned into someone who like sat me down and wagged their finger at me and told me this before I kind of jumped into my investments last year. But hopefully I have done that for you guys. And I tell you all this out of love, like deep, deep love, because The longer I am in this space, the more I want to share my lessons and the things that I've done and, you know, help everyone else to maybe skip the hard part if they can. And I know that there are definitely things that I've heard other people give advice on and that have helped me. And I hope to be that person for you. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope that it hit home. You're so welcome to send me a DM on Instagram if you want to chat more, share your story, tell me what resonated, all the things. And do not forget that next week we have a free challenge happening. I am so freaking excited for this challenge, you guys. It is a consistent cash flow challenge. It's a very fitting name for the topic that we discussed today. But look, I am sharing with you things that have helped me have consistent cash flow. And there is no like roadmap. There is no, this is the only way. And these are the things you must do. Otherwise you will fail and forever be confined to no clients or whatever. Like, no, but this is like, me opening up my business and being like, hey, this is what I've done. This is what I tried and didn't work. This is what I tried and did work. And I want to show you what that looks like. So if you're curious, if you want to know how I've created a business that's multiple six figures now, and we grew, by the way, from that, like me freaking out, like the year before of like $150,000. I have no idea how I'm going to repeat that. Well, the business grew to quarter of a freaking million and I cut out so many things. It was a year of like trying, testing, pivoting, going like in all directions and we still grew. And I want to share with you how that happened, how, why, 
all the things. So I'd love for you to join the challenge. It is going to be happening inside my Facebook group and on Instagram as well. So definitely tune in and you want to sign up, by the way, you want to sign up for two reasons because you're going to get an epic workbook and anyone that knows me knows my workbooks are insanely epic. Like I'm serious when I tell you this, you definitely want the workbook. And two, you get a special discount code to join Empower Sales Academy if you are thinking about joining it when doors open. And the only way you get that discount code is by being signed up and being on the mailing list. So definitely pop your name on their register. And when the ESA doors open the following week, if you are feeling called to join, you're going to be able to join at a special price. So that's it from me for today, you guys. I hope to see you in the challenge. Link will be in the show notes for you to sign up. And otherwise, I will chat to you guys next week. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.